Welcome to the Steve Has a Chat podcast, where I call someone out of the blue with the record button on and hope to have an unscripted conversation about Microsoft business applications. Let's see how it goes. Enjoy. Thank you for calling Microsoft. How can I direct your call? Steven Guggenheimer, please. Steven Guggenheimer's office. Steve Mordew for Steven Guggenheimer. Sure, Steve. May I tell Steve what this is regarding? Nope. Let me see if he's available. This Googs. Hey, Steve. Steve Mordew. How's it going, man? Good, how are you doing? You know why I'm calling, don't you? Oh yeah, I, I, second time's a charm. I figured it That's out. Exactly. If you're calling I mean, out of the blue, it's, it's time to chat. I'm able to sneak up on people the first time, but then when they see me coming in the second time, it's uh, gig is up. Gig's up, baby. So, so where are you at right now? I'm in Montana. I, uh, you're going to the, are you going to the World Cup? I am. I leave Actually, I leave tomorrow for Seattle and then Monday for Japan, and I'll be going to both of the semis. Nice. Which uh, teams are you rooting for? Oh, boy. Southern Hemisphere and Northern Hemisphere, huh? That's the trick. I'd like to see England go through. They haven't gone through in a long time, and, and I'd like to see Japan because that's hometown favorite. Um, yeah. Outside of that, you got Ireland, New Zealand is a pretty interesting game. Um, the, the All I don't think France. Will, I don't think France will make it through. I think Wales will go. So I think Wales, England, Japan, and then the question becomes All Blacks, Ireland. Ooh, baby. So I could probably pull in an All Blacks expert here. Give me just a second. Okay. Hang on just a second. Uh, I know some of the guys are over there. <laughs> hello? Hello? Anybody join the call here? Hey, is that you, Steve? Hey, Mark. What's up? So I'm, uh, I'm on a phone call with Steve Guggenheimer, and we're talking uh, All Blacks. And I said, oh, I'm yeah. an expert. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's more of a South Africa supporter, I think. Is no, it? no, no. I I got Japan for that one again. They beat them in 15. Okay. They're playing some good rugby. We'll see. Now, you I'd know, like this to, is, a, like this is recorded, right? So we'll know in a, in a week or two. We'll know the result and be able to come back to this recording and say, well, you guys predicted this stuff, right? So so what's your calls on the quarterfinals? Um, I I think England's going to go through their plan. Their pack looks good. Yep. I, um, I think New Zealand's going to win that match coming back from Chicago. I don't think they're going to mm-hmm. let that go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd like to see Japan win. I think they they gave it all out versus Scotland. So I'm mm-hmm. going to root for Japan, but I'm not convinced they're going to make that happen. Yeah. South um, Africa is going to go through this. Yeah, and I think Wales will take France. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, so. Cool. So that's enough for Steve's sports talk. <laughs> like I, hey, I can do this all day. I mean, I'm I know. Japan. I'm ready to go. So uh, I wanted to get a little update on where we're at with the um, Connect, the Connect program. Yep. You know, it's been pretty exciting. There's been lots of talk about it out here at UG Summit. Um, yep. And I wanted to get, uh, you know, go straight to you and see what's what's happening with that. What's the velocity? What are what, what are things looking for looking like? Um, boy, long winded answer coming then. Uh, overall, pretty good. You know, I, having it's as expected. The we've got hundreds of apps now that are you know sign you know. ISVs that have signed up, you know, a couple hundred ISVs that have signed up, and then hundreds of apps then that have gone through certification. We've got a good backlog. So in that supply-demand sense and the 
October 15th deadline for research, we're seeing a lot of good energy. And so I feel like we're making good progress. We're having a lot of conversations with ISVs. Um, uh, the, uh, we, we run an alias and the volume of questions is high, which is great. Um, we're answering them. We're, we're working hard. We're, we're helping people through. I mean, we really want to see everybody that wants to continue to work with us, you know, be part of the program. Um, we're doing what we can to clarify, help, um, you know, work across the board. So I feel I feel really good on that. I think I think we're we're in good space there. I've gotten some good positive feedback from some of our partners that are um, both at the 10 and 20 percent level, and in, including a couple that are at 20 that are already seeing some leads come through. And so they were just pretty positive and excited. Um, this the second piece then is kind of the demand side and, and getting our field going. So we've been right in the middle of doing a field tour. I I was in England and France uh, last week. My colleagues are in uh, Germany and Amsterdam this week. Um, um, I head to Japan. Some folks are coming down to Australia. I, I don't know if it's next week or the week after, Dubai. So there we're spending time with our with our field teams on questions they have, um, talking to the sellers about the co-sell motion, how they actually use the new tools um, to do that. Um, and so start to work on that demand side. So it was the perfect time to go see the field. They kind of like predicted, you know, we put a new scorecard metric in there. We're at the end of Q1. It sort of shows up. And, and so they have questions. So I, I feel really good about that part. Um, we have some systems work to do. It, it's not perfect yet. We're partner centers up and running, which is awesome. There's the older partner systems that people are sort of used to. So we're working through systems issues. We've got to manually, you know, handle some of the transaction content around, you know, leads and the um, the IP revenue, um, sort of uh, the side we do with our sellers. But, you know, putting systems and tools aside, which always take a little longer, I, I feel pretty good. I mean, I think we're in a good spot. I think people are on board. Um, I think they see the team really working hard to support the ISV community and, and, and bringing everybody along and, you know, no ISV left behind that doesn't want to be left behind. Um, so it's, you know, lots and lots of work to do. Uh, you know, we got to make everybody successful, but I feel like we're in the right place. We're, we're pulling the strings that, that, I, you know, that we would want to pull both with our, uh, with, uh, within the company itself and then working with ISVs. Yeah. You know, over the past several years, I've several times gone out and really, uh, waved the flag for now's the time for app source. Now's the time for app source. And clearly I was early each time, but, <laughs> but this time I'm feeling pretty confident about waving that flag. I mean, one yeah. of the biggest things I'm looking forward to is what I'm calling the purge, um, yeah. you know, and, and I don't know how quickly that's going to take from 15th was deadline. I don't know how quickly it's going to take to get those folks that haven't recertified just kind of de yeah. delisted. Hopefully that happens pretty quickly because that's, you know, a, uh, a quality marketplace with quality applications is a key and it clearly had not turn, turned into that. But now I see that whole ship turning where. This is going to be a place where customers and partners can rely that, you know, I get it, what I get in here is going to be good. It's going to work. Yep. Uh, adding incentives to the sales uh, the sales team out there is another huge thing. We, we all know that, you know, they're going to they're going to go where the money is. And uh, so there's there's just too many motions towards making this a success. But you know, we still have folks out there. Like, hey, you've cried wolf before. And uh, yep. I'm kind of like, well, you stay on the sideline. Then we're all going to go make money. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I think to your point, um, the certification team is proactively, re, you know, reaching out to everyone. Um, hold on, there's a little noise in the background. It'll pass in a second. There we go. Um, the, the, you know, we're reaching out to everyone. You know, to your note, there's there's stuff and apps in there that that were never certified. They were only ever in the OCP catalog, or or they, you know, they never went through any real certification. 
Um, and, and so we're working hard on that. And I think you'll see in the next couple of weeks, um, either people step up or step out. Um, and we're having those direct conversations and, you know, in, in the right spirit, we want everybody to be successful. So we're not, um, you know, just yanking things without talking to people, but we'll, we'll end up in the right place here with a, with a vibrant quality, um, marketplace and app source where we're going to go tell every, you know, customer, the only place to get a secure, well-managed, you know, reliable certified app is an app source. There's, there's no other place to go. And I feel good about that. And I think the, you'll see some updates to app source over the, the next two quarters in terms of making it a better place for customers to be able to find what they're looking for. Um, so there's a lot of work going on on that. Uh, so I, you know, that energy is all good. And then in terms of, you know, you know, being early to wave the app source flag, what I tell you is we've, we pulled all the levers. When you look at sort of Microsoft and um, sort of how you get things moving in the right direction, you know, we've 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 added more support in terms of you know people in our organization and the partner organization, partner development managers, and partner you know technical you know advisors specific to the you know power platform dynamics part of the business into the field. We added a scorecard metric, which we've never had around ISV co-sell. So something very specific to working with ISVs in our sales motion. We've added the ability for our sellers to require, you know, uh, retire quota against, you know, ISV solutions, um, um, which we hadn't had before at any type of scale. Um, you know, so the scorecard metric quota retirement, we actually added some extra incentive in there. Um, the extra help, the air cover from Sacha and Scott and others to really focus on this area. I think you'll see more good energy at Ignite. Uh, you know, quality of the you know the product. We've got real platform truth. I think we're pulling all the levers and and you know going out doing the field tour. We're we're right in the mix right now, and I I feel pretty good about the energy um, where we are. There's you know tons of work to do. It's not perfect. I, you know I there's lots of uh, places where we got to go work on things. But if I'm rolling out a new program and I'm asking myself, where are we? We're, we're in the right place. Yeah. Mark, I know I pulled you in off guard, but yeah. uh, the, the sports question, but you're never, you're never one to be short on questions. Please jump in. Yeah. So my, my question is what, how's it landing with your sellers? You know, this is, you, you've said they've got an opportunity to retire target. I mean, I assume this incentive will be around for Q3, uh, Q2, yeah. Q3. I assume they, they're pretty excited because if they attach a ISV, uh, to their deal, they can retire quotas, isn't that right? Correct. And so um, I, I'm seeing good energy, you know, on the field landing tour, the couple I went to, the you know, the sellers spent a good hour and a half with with the team that really owns that part of the, the tool chain, really digging into exactly how does this work? You know, what do we have, you know, what boxes do we have to check? How do we find ISVs? What do we do? Um, so I think there's real good energy there. I don't think there's broad enough awareness yet, and that's why we're essentially flying around the world to um, uh, make sure people know uh, what's going on and help them get through it. But um, they're getting there. You know, the mm -hmm. when they find out and when we get a chance to to, to chat with them, they get pretty excited about this because it's a it's definitely an extra um, opportunity. And so there's there's standard quota retirement. We've actually added a kicker to your point for um, at least the you know Q2 on for this year. And so uh, you know, pulling every lever possible to to really have the sellers lean in. And like I said, I've I've heard from a couple of the ISVs that very very early in the you know part of our trial program that are seeing good energy already in the countries where they operate in from the sellers and getting some leads that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise. And that's exactly what we're after. We just need more of it. Well, yeah, I think. Of, go ahead, Mark. 
Yeah, well, so one of the discussions that has come up here uh, quite a bit is around, you know, AppSource as a lead platform. Yeah. And, and one of the things we feel like surfacing is that really consider it a deployment platform at this stage. It'll become lead platform over time, but yep. don't do it like because, you know, some some ISVs are, are holding back, go and wait and see. And we're saying get on quickly, get your deployment rhythm, you're, you're updating your certification, your patching model functional so that when you know the other functionality around you know lead gen commerce etc all comes online you're set ready to go yeah and there's an art form you know one of the conversations we did some roundtables in france with isvs and one of the you know questions was you know how do i how come some um uh, services or or apps and app source do better than others and there was a really good you know round table amongst the isvs of the right way to sort of create your marketing materials the right way to show up how do you have a a short video or a trial how do you have the right you know documentation so when customers come in you know it's it's actually easy to find the the right answers and and have your solution pop in the right way you know too many times and an isv will say well you know we do everything and and that that doesn't generally work you know having the right amount of the right targeting and the right level of depth really makes a difference and that's true both for our sellers as well as the customers coming into app source looking on their own and so there's there's some good coaching on going on right now now is a great time to get in there get going. AppSource is only going to get better. There's a, a good dedicated team under uh, uh, Kirsten Edmund Wolf, who's doing a great job. They just posted a blog um, that's pretty good on the work that they're doing. Um, um, and so that team is is fired up and focused on on um, getting it going. And one of the, you know, the recent blog posts was a best practices guide. So yeah, I've noticed a lot of the ISVs that are complaining, and I'll go look at their at their listing, and they 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 wrote a paragraph about something, and that was it. And there there's so many assets that you can put up there. Um, there's a limit, but I mean, you you need to max out. I mean, there should be there should be test drives, there should be free trials, there should be videos, there should be, you know, every asset that you're able to put up in there, you need to be putting up in there, and uh, or don't complain about the result if you haven't put in the effort. You know, I mean, that's right. There's no magic here. I mean, yeah. look, we'll we'll build the framework and the tool set, but it still takes work. And I tell that to people both whether it's, you know, how to get the most out of AppSource or for those that are interested in working with our, our Salesforce, how to get the most out of out of working with our Salesforce. You still got to lean in. You still have to do work. Um, you know, we're we have a set of tools, but like any other set of tools, you you really have to go optimize them. And, and there's no uh, there's no making up for that other than doing the work. Yeah. And, and you know, one part of that work is creating the pitch deck for the sales team, which is not the same pitch deck you necessarily would give to a customer because, you know, yeah. it's really talking about how you're going to help the seller, not their customer. You know, that's uh, that's mm. something else. I think it's a missed spot, you know? Yeah, I think it's a mix. I think, you know, how you help the seller relative to, you know, gaining traction with a customer is part of it for sure. And then the other part is what's the simple way to explain it to a, you know, a customer from from our sales seller's vantage point so they can, you know, more easily or more quickly um, do a good job. I mean, I tell, uh, you know, everybody, look, our, our Salesforce is never going to sell your solution. You know, they're just, they're not going to be as good as you are at it. But if they know enough to get that, that conversation started and bring you in, that's the home run. And so, you know, sellers are, you know, how do you make it as easy as possible? You're essentially competing for their time. So make it really easy for them to be successful. Um, give them the tools they need to your point, help them understand how how your solution is going to help them close deals, um, and off we go. So we've uh, right now big focus on getting existing ISVs, you know, recertified, getting them to understand what they need to do to get in the ecosystem. But that next 
that next landscape for us has got to be, you know, ISVs on other platforms. Oh, yeah. That have been sniffing this and looking at this yeah. and, and uh, you know, that recruit motion. Yeah. What's, what's the thinking around that? How's the, How are you battle planning for that? You know, the from our standpoint, first off, I'm seeing good energy of ISVs that we've never worked with lean in. And that's a real that's a real positive. You know, we're just getting more and more um, sort of pings or requests from folks we haven't worked with. And then to your point, we have a list of, of folks that we'd like to work with that are you know on other platforms that we think would help fill out the um, the catalog and the ecosystem and complement what we're all doing. And so we we have a team in our our partner organization, you know, partner development managers that are focused more on recruiting than than working with the existing partners. And so um, there is good energy there, um, and uh, you know that's the um, just too too much noise in the market now that wasn't there before. I mean, for so many years, Dynamics was Dynamics and it was, you know, what it was doing. And But now with Power Platform and all of these other components uh, blowing up, I mean, the, the other ISVs can't ignore it anymore. They were able to ignore it for a while, but now there's just too much, no. too much noise, too much opportunity. You need to get in here and play. You can't just, you know, dismiss. Uh, you might've been able to dismiss this in the past, but you can't dismiss this anymore. They really That's need right. to get in the sandbox. That's right. Very so cool. and, and we're seeing that. Yep, Mark. What do you got? What are, What are you thinking about? You know, your Azure ISVs and your modern workplace ISVs, and really opening the opportunity for, for them to to look at how their apps can start utilizing things like Power Platform. Have you got any motion to kind of even not necessarily pull them across from the from from those ecosystems because they're doing well there, but to grow if you like the pie? No, I think the one of the conversations we're working on and it's probably more of an h2 as we get you know the work we're doing off the ground to the point of getting all getting our existing isvs through the uh, process and getting the program working is how do we you know have a good complementary conversation with isvs that are on azure and we're seeing more and more of that and the same for office 365 power platform provides this tremendous opportunity to sort of bridge between what i think about as the you know the platform you know, infrastructure as a service layer and platform as a service layer with a line of business specific PaaS layer in Power Platform that complements Dynamics 365, that complements Office 365, that you can build on independently. And so there's a real win there. And we do see a set of ISVs that are on Azure that may not do anything with D365, but for sure see interest and in, in opportunity with the common data service and the common data model and Power Platform. So that absolutely is a I don't want to say a target area, but it's an area where we're going to extend that conversation. In fact, we're right now actively working on the what's the right dialogue to have with either, you know, an O365 uh, or M365 or Azure ISV around Power Platform and D365. You know, uh, I know you pulled together a whole team and it's a definitely a team effort, but this uh, this thing wasn't going anywhere really until you came on board. I think that um you certainly have been around long enough to know how to go find the levers that need to be found and how to line them up and how to start pulling them. And that's been desperately needed for this. And I think that's a reason a lot of ISVs have confidence in, in what's going on now here. Of those levers that we have left to, left to pull, what, what are some of the big ones that you're like, mm, this one's going to take a hanging on it to get it to get it done? Um, truthfully, I, I feel pretty good. We pulled all of the the big ones for now. I mean, the real trick at this point is to gain enough traction so we end up moving on our own. Because if you have to start pulling more levers or, or you know, doing more things that are outside of what I would call using the normal um, levers in the engine, 
it actually gets harder. So I don't I don't want to have to go pull any more levers right now. I want to go execute, execute, execute. Give us great execution for the next you know, quarter, two quarters. And then we'll see what levers we pull for 2020. And I think most of it's going to be tuning. So I, uh, I'm not after any more levers right now. I feel really good about what, what we've got in place. What I really care passionately about is the execution at the field level and the, you know, the front line, which is the lever we're pulling right now is let's go visit everybody. Let's show up in person and, and help people through. And uh, like I said, Australia is one of the next stops um, along with Dubai and um, I'm off to Japan. So we're going to make sure we pull all the levers. So one of the things that's come up a few times out here with ISVs and has come out since this thing launched, and these some of these are fairly significant, and I'm talking to them, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we, we, we're not interested in the rev share, so we're just going to opt out of app source. And yeah. I said, uh, you know, that doesn't. That it's not how it works. Uh, this yeah. is uh, this is uh, you know the system's going to need to be funded, and it's going to be funded by anybody playing in the sandbox, regardless yeah. of how they got in there, yeah. and. Uh, so I think it's important for all ISVs to know that this this is a pay-to-play business now, and you're being provided a platform that you're going to have to pay for. And it's stop stop trying to think of ways to get out of it or game it. Or I've been telling people lean in, lean in. It's it's it is what it is now. Lean in and get as much out of it as you can. Are yeah. you still finding that confusion, ISVs thinking, yeah, thanks anyway, but we're just going to opt out of the rev share? Uh, a couple of things. First off, thank you for the help in in you know working with other ISVs. You know on the the need to lean in, you know, in this area. Look, as I, you know, I try and tell folks, we're, we're this is the program. There's no other alternatives. We're going to go ultimately tell every customer, you know, the only place to get that the secure, well managed, you know, um, certified app is on App Source, and that creates a couple of things, which is we're going to go get more more vocal about that over time. Um, the second thing, you know, that happens then is if you're not in the if you're not an app source, well, I'm going to have to go spend energy to find somebody who is an apps, you know, who who has that same solution area that will be an app source because I can't have a catalog that doesn't have the solution. So trying to go outside of it, that's not going to work because we're going to go spend energy to get somebody in app source. And those are the people we're going to work with. And, you know, when you talk about tech support, when you talk about, you know, I don't know if it's partner advisory council or. Um, technical help or marketing or, or um, you know, any of the benefits of working with us, those are only going to be for people in the program. And um, over time, we're not just going to tell customers, you know, the um, the only place to get something is AppSource. We might decide to be um, more direct about what runs on top of the tenants. So um, you can say, hey, I think I don't want to play, but, but I, you know, respectfully, if you're not playing, we're going to have to go find somebody else who is willing to play in, in this exact space. And if you're not playing, then ultimately you're not part of our ecosystem. So, uh, you know, I don't want there to be any confusion there. I, I realize that's kind of direct and, and tough, but that is the reality. You know, it's got to be funded somehow, right? I mean, when we look at what's happened with AppSource up to now, and I think part of the reason we haven't had the success we uh, we, we would have hoped is is because it wasn't funded. I mean, this was this was almost like a side project until you until you put revenue into it and pointed everybody in the right direction. I mean, it it wasn't going to get where it needed to get, and I feel like that was a big part of of what's helping this. I think that's part of it. I think the um, having some skin in the game from ISVs relative to running on top of the tenant helps. I think, look, we, you know, as a company, we're, we haven't always been as consistent as I'd like to be in terms of how we work with partners. It, it, it's always dependent a lot on budgets. So when budgets go up, you know, you get more um, 
things happening when budgets go down, you you get less. And I want I want to bring that consistency into this e- ecosystem. And the way to do that is to use the rev share model and then provide that consistency to your point, both in app source and how we pay our sellers in the quota retirement. So having a a consistent you know revenue stream that both gets some skin in the game from partners for us running the the infrastructure that that ultimately their solutions run on, as well as providing consistency in our go-to-market, you know, co-marketing, co-selling support um, has value. And I think there's that's worth the trade-off of the rev share. And um, not everybody might agree with that, but that's the um, direction we're, we're headed on. And I think over time, you know, more and more platforms will probably head in this direction is my guess. That's not a Microsoft statement. You see it from Salesforce. I think you'll see it from other SaaS platform providers. I, I think it is a natural direction. So if you were, if you were to get in front of a group of ISVs who are all trying to figure out what they want to build and knowing the ecosystem the way you do, knowing the marketplace, knowing the sellers, knowing the customers, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of different paths. I mean, and I'm just talking generically, you know, there's like horizontal, there's vertical, there's widget, there's deep. Yeah. What do you think is the is a place people should invest in building an ISV solution that that's really going to have, what would excite you about an ISV solution that, you know, this is going to be a winner? Oh, well, um, <laughs> if I was really good at that, I'd just go into the VC world and make a lot of money. So <laughs> I'm not quite qualified for that one. I think in general, look, we, um, you know, if you're going to be horizontal, you're, you know, you have to think really broadly. You have to think platform like you end up thinking more along the Azure base. And, and you know, there's only a few real true horizontals in the line of business space. You have to think about what you can re- what you want to do there. Um in the vertical space, look, we're doing more and more as a company by industry. It's it's sort of one of the primary pivots now for our go-to-market effort. So if, I, if there was new ISVs coming along, um, one of the key areas I think about are what are the what are the you know industry-specific opportunities that are out there, either really deep and and you know um, focused or you know broad. You know, I want to build the the real estate office solution or I want to build the you know telco solution. You know. There's different opportunities by industry, but for sure, I think the industry lens and focus is is becoming much more interesting on the line of business space. And then, you know, to any partner, you know, where do you have unique expertise and capability? Um, where do you have passion? Where do you have, you know, knowledge and, and you know, go from there? And, and we're here to help. So I know I caught you off guard and I know you don't have a lot of time. Mark, you want to ask the final question? So, so two part really, one's an observation. Last time we chatted on my podcast, we talked about the certification process taking so long over two weeks. Some of the information we're hearing back already in the last couple of weeks from the field that it's less than a day now that that these certifications happen. So obviously some tangible benefits already starting to float through. Um, Metrics for success in the next three years, what what, what are gonna be the big ones for you that uh, you'll be pleased with? Well, um, you know, a, a healthy, happy, growing ISV ecosystem, you know, is the is the ultimate goal. Some of the things we look at is are are we seeing more and more, you know, ISVs and therefore, you know, apps and services coming into AppSource? So is the marketplace growing? Are we seeing more interest in the um, 20% level, you know, depending on the ISV and what they do? So what's that overall growth? What's the interest in the 20% level? Where are their case studies of success? Um, you know, are we collectively growing the the overall base? So my simple metric is, you know, uh, a growing, healthy ecosystem um, with positive success on both sides, which I would say is our partner success and our customer success. Um, 
And that's that's the core metric. We'll look at a lot of things along the line of trajectory of new ISVs, trajectory of of solutions, how much co-sell are we doing, how's our co-marketing work, how well is AppSource working. So there's a bunch of you know fundamental telemetry things. How how quickly are we able to certify an app? Um, you know how well is the platform running? How good is our telemetry? But at the highest level, that that healthy, growing, you know, happy ecosystem. That's that's Nirvana to me. And we'll all know it when we got it, right? It'll be yeah, pretty obvious. Yeah, you know yeah. when you see it. When are you uh, going to be out next at an event where people can come up and shake your hand and stuff like that? I'll be at, uh, I think it's called Ignite now is what we call the one in Florida coming up. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm heading to Florida here in like two weeks. I get back from Japan. I got a couple of days at home and then I turn around and head off to Florida. So I'll be there the Monday, Tuesday or Sunday night if anybody wants. So I'll be, uh, you know, those three days I'm there. Cool, man. Thanks for taking some time to talk to me and uh, Mark. Yeah, enjoy and Japan. Enjoy, uh, yeah. I, I wish I was guys, there. Good, good luck. Um, and it should be a great weekend of quarters. And mm. uh, I appreciate the call and the time as always and the help. And uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Cool, man. Cheers. Bye. Bye. All right, cheers.